Welcome friends. We are your hosts, Sandy and Wade, baby best friends turned husband and wife and business partners. This podcast is for the dreamers, the movers and shakers, and those who seek to attract their dream life. Strap in, getting magnetic in three, two, one. Like attracts like. If you see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hand. You just decide what it's going to be, who you're going to be, how you're going to do it. And then from that point, the universe is going to get out your way. This moment in time, this is your time to rise. Gratitude, and specifically gratitude journaling, has completely shaped and shifted the course of Sandy in my life. When we started acknowledging what we were grateful for and expressing it, writing it down on paper, and expressing gratitude for what was to come, everything changed for us. We've been so moved by gratitude and gratitude journaling that we decided to create our own gratitude journal, and we put it on Amazon. It's called the 90 Day Habits Gratitude Journal. It is great for just a daily gratitude practice over 90 days. It's great for you. It's great for your team, your family, your friends, a great stocking stuffer. So we'll drop the link in the show notes to get it on Amazon. It's $9.99 and it can and it will change your life. Let's get to the show. You ever hear that book, How to Win Friends and Influence Others by Dale Carnegie? What a title, right? It's so captivating where you're like, what, how to win friends and influence others. It almost sounds like a little deceitful, but it's a great book, one, and a great topic. So we're in the Elevate the Entrepreneur in You series. We've talked why. We've talked vision. We've talked decision. We've talked goal setting and declaration. I want to move into influence and sales because it is of the utmost importance when you are an entrepreneur and you are a business owner. What I've realized is sales and knowing people and knowing sales can translate anywhere. You can bring it anywhere. If I know accounting, I can be a good accountant and that's it. That does not translate anywhere else. If I'm good at sales and people and leadership, I can translate that to an accounting firm, to a law firm, to to anything. Sales translates everywhere. And we realize in life, we're actually all some level of a salesperson. You are selling yourself. If you're dating, you're selling yourself. If you are whatever you're doing, like you, you are selling who you are. You're making friends. You're like, hey, this is who I am. We don't think about it as sales, but it is. So a very important part of elevating the entrepreneur in you, of leveling up in your business, is evaluating and growing your influence. So let's focus on that. Like, what is influence? It's the ability to really influence others to move from point A to point B. If you were like, hey, I'm going to put together a 5K on Thanksgiving, the turkey trot, and it's going to be to raise money or awareness for something, like whatever it is, how many people could you get to sign up for that and do that? What is your level of influence? Because what we realize, influence is huge. And it's not, again, it doesn't come back to deceiving people, like getting people to do what you want, this, this, or that. It's just, no. Do people follow you? Are you an influential leader? Now, if you're like, gosh, I don't have a lot of influence, that's okay. How do we develop influence? We're going to go into that a little bit, and we're going to go into what is sales, how to become a maybe a better salesperson, and not even think about it necessarily as sales. So 
with influence, what you realize, you know, Sandy and I have been in business and been in an organization where we work with a lot of people. And what you realize is people who come into entrepreneurship or starting a business with influence have a leg up because they've worked over their life to build this brand, their brand, to build their influence so they can come in and leverage that. Other people might not have a huge brand or influence coming in, but you have an opportunity to develop that. Sandy and I, when we started our business a little over three years ago, we were really just good friends to people, you know, just good good people, right? Pat, I guess I'm patting myself on the back there. Um, Sandy's like the, the best friend ever. I'm like maybe runner up. But anyways, we didn't have a brand or necessarily like influence, but people were willing to follow us maybe. So there's maybe some level of influence. But I, you know, I didn't have a whole lot of influence, but but I'll just use, speak from my own experience. What did I do? I want, okay, what do I want to be known for? With your influence, think, what do I want to be known for? For me, I always cared a lot about health and wellness and like being the best version of me. So I wanted to be known for peak health and fitness, just embodying vitality and health. That was like my identity. So that's where I wanted my influence to be. I wanted to be known for that. And I also just loved growth And I found that entrepreneurship was a great platform to grow into the best version of you. So I thought, okay, early on, I decided I want to be known for health and for business slash entrepreneurship. Those are the two things I'm going to focus on. That's going to be my brand. That's where I want my influence to be. When people think of me, I want them to think health. I go to Wade if I want to get healthy or I want to get like feel like the best version of me, or I go to wait if I want to grow, if I want to start a business, if I want to get more like business inclined, if I want to start a side hustle, if I want to start a business from scratch, if I want to become an entrepreneur, that's, that's what I was focused on. Now, I didn't just have it right away, but I was willing to work for it. So I started an Instagram account, Wellness with Wade. <laughs> I had zero followers when I started a business. And now I, I don't even know. I think I have like 15,000 or so followers, which is great, which is really cool. But what you realize, social media, that's another thing. That's influence, right? Why do people come to your page? What are you known for? What value do you add to them? When they think of you, what do they think of? Let's pause for a second and ask yourself that question. If, if you ask 10 people, hey, when you think of me, what do you think of? That's their answers. That's going to be your brand. That's going to be your influence. Your influence is in places where, where do you have expertise more than the average person? Are you an epic mom? I'm, you know, learning in, in parenthood, like we have so many different things we're getting for mom and dad and baby and all this, like, we don't know anything. So someone who's been a mom before or a dad before has influence over us can be like, Hey, go get this, this, and this, this crib, this, that, boom. Or someone who's been in business before us or like is where we want to be is like, hey, do this, this, and that, boom, okay. So think, what do you want to be known for? And guess what? You can start today. You can start building your influence today. Now, what does that entail? Like, you can't just do what everyone does, know the amount the average person does. You got to be in the top probably 10%, probably 1% of that. If you, if you want people to think, when they think of health, they think of me. You have to embody that. You have to be that person that is like, wow, when I'm around them, they are healthy. They are vital. They have just great energy. I want those things. So when I get the, the urge to be like, I want to feel that way, I'm, boom, I'm going to, to Wade to feel that way. Or I'm going to so-and-so to feel that way. And how do we do that? You start to 
educate yourself, right? Personal growth. Growth is everything. What I started doing, I started listening to podcasts. I started reading books on health, on like being, becoming superhuman, right? Becoming like the best version of you. How do you like just maximize your life by, and I realize health is wealth, right? If you feel as best as you possibly can, I don't want to be going through the day, leaving stuff like energy on the table. Like I feel okay because I had the Buffalo chicken sub for lunch. It's like, no, I want to feel absolutely elite. I want to feel vital. I want to feel high energy because when I step into each day with that type of feeling and energy, guess what? Everything else in my life is going to flourish as a dad, as a husband, as an entrepreneur, as a fitness enthusiast, as whatever. Everything will flourish if I am start by feeling incredible. And how do I do that? I actually, you do not need to do this but you need to, leaders, right? Leaders, they know the way. They understand, okay, I want to be influential in health. I know what to do. They then go the way. Let me go first, and then they show the way. Then you have the influence. Then you're like, hey, come with me. I actually went through a health coaching certification program for me because I wanted to understand as best as I could what do human, what does the human body need? And that is not necessary because you could just start go, becoming healthy yourself, going through a program, understanding for you what works for you is probably going to work for a lot of people. There's general principles in health and wellness. We don't have to get into all that. I'm just using this as a, a topic of influence. So go educate yourself. Listen to the podcast. Be around the people. Have the mentors. Maybe you take a certification or a program. Like, don't let that be. Don't let that distract you from building your business. But it can help, right? And especially because it's going to build confidence in your knowledge. Now, knowledge is not power. It's potential power. People are. There's tons of people out there that have done a hundred certification courses, but they don't apply it. They only have potential power in the knowledge. You have to apply what you know for it to truly become power. So be of caution, you be very careful when you go seek the knowledge and you do the course or whatever, you got to apply it or else you're wasting it. You're just keeping it on ice. But anyways, get to a point where you're like, whoa, I know more than 90% of people in this topic. I now have influence here. And live your life, decide my identity is that of a healthy person. If, again, coming back to if health is your thing. My identity is that of a healthy, vital person. When people think of me, they think of health. So after Thanksgiving, after Christmas, after the holidays, whatever, they're feeling bloated and kind of down and it's cold season and whatever, they're going to think of me January 1st when they're like, it's time for me to do a health, healthy living program. They will think of me. Develop your influence. And you got to do it by being that person. Be the person where they look to you like, yup, I will follow him or her in this regard. And it just takes you doing it, you being it, you living it. It should be a part of your DNA. Now, beyond that, I was also like, okay, I want to be known for business and entrepreneurship. I had a business background. I had no background in entrepreneurship. And I didn't have any influence in entrepreneurship right away. But I started to study the people. I started to get, get mentors, put mentors in place, hire. I, have, I had coaches and mentors. I was reading the books. I was listening to the podcast. I was just, I was a sponge soaking up all the knowledge. But then I had to go apply it. I had to launch the business. I had to join Sandy in business. I had to do the do every single day. I continue to do that. I'm, no, I'm nowhere near a professional, a pro, like elite entrepreneur, but I'm on my way. And I started to decide the story that I was telling myself is I'm Wade. 
I'm healthy and vital. I represent vitality and health, and I represent business and vision and opportunity and entrepreneurship. When I decided, so again, coming back to call to action, pause here. When people think of me, I want them to think of blank. What is that? What do you want it to be? And start to develop yourself into that that person first. They have to see you do it first. You're not just going to take a course and right away people are going to be like, oh my gosh. No, they're going to have to see you living it, doing the do, walking the walk for a while. We're three years into our business. People are still watching Sandy and I, not ready yet, not convinced yet that what we have to offer is for them. And that's okay. That's on their timeline. But we're steadfast in we have developed ourselves into those people where when it is their timing, they're going to think of us. I want to start a business. I'm going to Sandy and Wade. I want to get healthy. I'm going to Sandy and Wade. I want to be around good energy, good people, good community. I'm going to Sandy and Wade. So decide where you want your influence to be and start working towards it. And it's never too late. You start today. Decide. Start today and develop yourself into that person. Now let's segue into sales. It kind of sometimes gets a negative connotation, right? It's kind of like this, oh, like, oh, salesman, sis, used car salesman. Like, no, we're all salesmen. So get off your high horse, right? If you think like anything negatively about sales, you need to, I will say you need to be good at sales to get ahead in life, to get to where you want to go, because you need the ability to win friends and influence others. You need to be able to influence others that where you're going or your vision or what you have to offer is epic. You need it because you can't go through life and get to where you want to go and get these great places alone. You need other people. You want to go fast, go alone. You want to go far, go together. If you have a dream, you need a team to make it happen. And how do you make a team? You align people around a common vision. You influence people around a common vision. Be like, this is where we're going together. This is where you're going as a part of this. Let's ride. Anyways, what is sales? I heard this from Wolf of Wall Street, Jordan Belfort. Great salesman. Back in the day was slimy salesman, but very good salesman. Now has <laughs> he's gotten in his fair share of trouble. And now his goal is teach ethics in business and sales because he's done it all wrong in the past. And now he's like, how to do it right. I heard this from him and I've hung on to it. Sales is simply the transfer of emotion, the transfer of certainty from one party to another. That's all it is. And I bring this up, you know, when you're like in a group of friends and it's like, where should we go to dinner tonight? You know, and everyone's kind of like, oh, everyone's kind of like, I'm down for whatever, like whatever works, like I'm free flowing. And everyone's like that and there's no certainty. But then what if there's that one person like, I got it. We're going to the rooftop. We're going to get appetizers there. We're going to get some drinks. Then we're going to go across the street to the taco stand. And then we're going to hit the bar after that. And it's just like conviction, just certainty. Like this is what we're doing. It's going to be amazing. It's karaoke night here. And everyone's like, oh my, yeah, I could get behind that vision. Leaders have conviction, right? Leaders have the vision and the conviction. This is where I'm going. Leaders have certainty. So sales, all it is is the transfer of certainty from one party to another, the transfer of energy or emotion. If I'm representing as, if, let's go back to the health side, and I have a healthy living program to offer. And so when someone thinks of health, they think of me. They think, okay, I want to get healthy. I want, you know, I want to work with Wade. I want Wade to show me or coach me what to do. 
But at first, like, where are they on the scale? One to 10 of like 10 is I'm definitely doing it. One is like, ah, no, where are they? I've got to figure that out, but I've got to get them as close to a 10 as possible. And how do I do that? I have to have white hot certainty for what I have to offer, that what I have to offer is the best thing since they always say sliced bread. I don't even, gluten-free sliced bread. The best thing since gluten-free sliced bread that guys today actually tastes really good. There's some gluten-free bread out there that you wouldn't even know if I put in front of you, you wouldn't even know it wasn't, you know, there wasn't gluten in it. Anyways, you have to truly believe that what you have to offer is so epic that the other party is missing out if they don't get it. That you're like, damn, you didn't buy this or do this or join this program or whatever or join the business. Like, you are missing out. I would have FOMO if I was you. When you come from that place, you believe like what you have to offer is of such epic proportions. You're not selling anymore. You're sharing. It's like, not, not even to bring this into, into play, but if, if you think like, think about if you all of a sudden had the cure for cancer, it would just stumbled upon you. You're like, oh my gosh, this is it. You would go screaming from the rooftops, be like, everyone, I can help you. I have the cure. Here it is. You'd be giving it away. You'd be handing it. Oh my gosh. You'd be telling everyone. Now, not to relate it to that. That is kind of next level, right? But how can you channel that? What I have to offer can help the world so much. It is so beautiful that it is my responsibility to offer it. And I'm going to do so with energy and conviction and emotion because sales is that transfer of energy, that transfer of certainty. Hey, if you do this program with me, I'm not gonna make promises, but guess what? I've been through it, I live on it. This is how I feel. I wake up every day feeling alive, feeling vital, feeling excited for life. I have sustainable energy. I feel good in my body. I like the way I look and feel. It's absolutely epic. They're not buying your product. They're not. They're not buying whatever it is they're selling. They're buying you. They're buying your results. They're buying your certainty, your energy, your emotion over it. And it's your duty to, to transfer that to them where they then think, oh, if I do this, whatever the heck Wade's talking about, his potions and powders, <laughs> I'll feel that way. That is sales. That is sales. That's what it is. It's the transfer of certainty. So coming back to the point, develop such certainty in what you have to offer, such white hot passion for it. Let's say it's your business opportunity. Let's say you have a business opportunity. Do whatever you need to do. This is a whole different topic to have such belief in it. Maybe you haven't proven it out yet, but surround yourself with people who have such white hot certainty and belief in what you have to offer that you're like, I am holding this back from people if I don't offer it to them. When you come from that place, and I you know, got the opportunity to watch Sandy for the first 90 days, for the first six months in her business before I partnered with her and joined, that's what she had. She was offering it to people. Like, if they don't accept this, I'm offering them a gift. If they don't accept this, that's on them. They're crazy. One of our mentors and friends, Rita Davenport, she said, I had a business opportunity. And when I would offer it to people and they say, no, I would laugh. She goes, ha, man, you're going to be missing out, like in her Tennessee accent. She would laugh because she's like, you don't know what you're missing out on. And when you come from this place of certainty, of conviction in what you have to offer, it changes the game. It changes the whole conversation. It's the person who's more certain 
that is going to influence the other in any conversation on a date or when you're, you know, talking, courting someone or in a sales meeting or a sales pitch or in a one-on-one conversation or whatever it is. And how do you develop that white hot certainty? You got to be a product of the product. You got to live it, breathe it. It's got to be a part of your DNA. You have to believe in it so much. And if you don't, either A, you develop that or B, if you don't think you can, guess what? You aren't going to be an elite entrepreneur or an elite salesman. And guess what? Developing your sales and people skills and understanding people and how to influence people, not for your own good per se. Again, you come back to, if I influence them to do this program or do this business, they are going to be way better off. They are going, the world will be a better place if you believe that. You aren't influence, it's influencing them for like your benefit per se. You probably will benefit from it. But you think about it for them. You're like, this, this is where you could go. It's everything. It changes the game. I heard Robert Kiyosaki say, he was talking to someone, they wrote an absolutely amazing book and they came to him, hey, how'd you become a bestseller? And he said, sales, you got to do this, this and that. You got to go on the book tour. You got to hit up everyone you know. You got to be like, hey, this is my book. Will you share it with people? Will you share it here, here and there in these distribution channels? You got to be voracious in your sharing because you know the value inside and the more hands it gets in, the better off the world's going to be. And she was like... No, see, I'm not a salesperson. That's that feels icky to me. Like I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to force anything on anyone. I'm not hitting people up about it. Like I'm just going to organically let it, you know, let it happen. And he said, "Do you know the difference between your book cover and my book cover? Your book's probably way better than mine. You're a better writer than me. I've read your book. It's absolutely amazing. But guess what? Mine says New York Times bestseller. And guess what? Guess what's tracked and measured?" Best sellers, best selling book, not best book. You could write the best book ever and have little to no one read it because you aren't willing to, to, to stand up for it, to sell it, to share it with the world. You, you don't just like do something, like write a book and just hope like organically this is going to blow up. No, you need to sell yourself. You need to sell it. And so he said, you can stay the best author in the world. I'm going to stay the best seller in the world. Because I wrote a pretty damn good book, but I did really good at selling it, and now the world's a better place. He was talking about the um, rich dad, poor dad. Everyone in the world's better off if they read that. He's like, your book's better than mine. It'll never be a bestseller unless you're willing to stand up for it and sell. So becoming a salesman, I think, is one of the best things you can do. And I don't think of myself as a salesman. I just think I get to know people. I get to know their pain points, I get, and I have solutions for them. That's an entrepreneur. You are a paid problem solver. You ask questions. You connect with people. You understand what they need or want in their life, what their pain points are, and you provide solutions. And you have white hot certainty that what you have to offer, the solution, is just that. It is the solution for them. They need it. They are missing out if they don't have it. So that's a wrap on this episode. Influence. Develop your influence. Grow yourself in the influence sector and in people and in sales and develop that white hot certainty for what you have to offer because coming back to sales is just the transfer of certainty the transfer of emotion that's all i got for you today till next time only those that can see the invisible can do the impossible so remember you are magnetic